So I was talking with a lady the other day on my health strategy call, and she said, you know, I, I decided to change my body. I want to lose some weight. She weighs about 245 pounds, and she decided to just get started by, get this, cutting out most of the carbohydrates that she eats. So we got in the conversation about what she's eating, and I got to tell you, for what she weighs, it doesn't seem like she's eating any more than about 1,500 calories a day. And that, my friends, is way, way too few calories for a body that is over 200 pounds. That automatically sends your body into starvation mode. Your body's starvation mechanism will automatically click in because it is basically starving at 1,500 calories a day. So that is why I decided to talk about excess versus scarcity today. Why excess can be a good thing. Hey there, I'm Dr. Del Millers, and this is Energize Your Life After 50. You see, the goal of this podcast is to help you answer one simple question, and that is, how do you want to live the next chapter in your life? Do you want to keep it as it is, or do you want more? Do you want to be better, fitter, stronger, healthier without meds, more confidence, more sex appeal? Do you want to get your mojo back? Maybe you want to be the you you've always thought you could be. So each week, we'll look at simple ways to intentionally create your next chapter, prioritizing your health, your physicality, your emotional and spiritual well-being, as well as looking and feeling your best. Are you up for the challenge? Then let's get moving. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Energize Your Life After 50. How are you guys doing? Doing well? Well, the new year is quickly approaching, so that means that this year went by very fast. I hope you guys are doing great out there. Happy holidays. And I hope you're ready for a new year. You're ready to kill it in the new year. Ready to get healthier, get fitter, get better. You know, have a better life in 2022 than we did in 2021. The past two years were very challenging. So, you know, I'm looking forward to putting 2021 behind us and gearing up for the new year. So here's what we're going to talk about today. So we're going to talk about why excess can be a good thing. In other words, why you should focus on more and not less. Okay. Now, when I talk about excess, I'm not talking about eating excessively and gorging on whatever you see or whatever you want. No, that's not what I'm talking about. That's not the angle that I'm coming from. I, I know some of you are hoping it was, but that's not the angle I'm coming from. What I'm talking about is how your brain perceives excess versus scarcity and the reasons why we want to avoid giving your brain the perception of scarcity. You know, we do that a lot. You don't want to give your brain the perception of scarcity. So here's the deal. We live in an era when, you know, food is quite abundant. You would agree with that at least in the developed world, not the case in all of the world. So most of the world is starving, but in the de developed world, we live 
in an era where food is quite abundant. But that wasn't always the case. So from an evolutionary point of view, our brain is still hardwired for scarcity. The brain is still hardwired for scarcity, which, you know, some believe that this has been the key to the preservation of the human species from the days of our hunter-gatherer ancestors. And back then, resources were truly scarce. Today, resources aren't scarce anymore. And it was this scarcity that helped our ancestors to survive because the brain's hunger mechanism would drive them to collect and store for the future. Collect and store, collect and store. But guess what? Times are different now. We don't need the brain to drive us to collect and store. So, unfortunately, when you put the brain in that scarcity mindset, you tend to think more about your wants than your haves because that's how your brain is going to drive you. It's going to drive you to think about your wants than your haves. Again, it goes back into that old collect and store mentality, collect and store. That is where we're still hardwired to collect and store, meaning that there will be this relentless drive to collect food and store food. Not exactly what we want, is it? And in, in the case of food, you know, we tend to think more about wanting more food than the fact that we may not even be hungry at all. But here's the really scary thing. When we put the brain in a scarcity mindset, it completely shuts down your hunger satiety mechanism to the point where even if you've just had a meal, you don't feel satiated. And that, my friends, is a big problem, especially for those of you who are working so hard to change your bodies. So let's talk about that for a minute. But before we get started, I'd like to take this time to remind you of a few important resources that are available to you. Number one, my free masterclass. You know, the top three things you must do to lose weight and keep it off. Okay, if you're struggling with uh, weight as an issue, then you must check out that masterclass. There's also my webinar, Get Your Sexy Back. If you're ready to truly transform your body and your life, then please sign up for the webinar. It's free. You also have access to a free health strategy call with me when you're ready to move forward in a powerful way. I also have a vault of coaching videos at my website, uh, you know, personalfitness.com. You can find all of that, sign up for all of that at my website, personalfitness.com. And lastly, please consider subscribing to this podcast. You know, there is a link in the episode notes and thank you. Thank you for being here. I really do appreciate you. All right, so we're back. And let's talk about when we tend to put the brain in a scarcity mindset. Have you ever told yourself that you should, let's say, eat less to lose weight, maybe? Or how about this one? Eat fewer carbohydrates? You know, and when most people do this, they start by eating salads, which tend to be very unsatisfying. Or... Yeah, I'm sure you might tell yourself, eat less snacks. When, when most people are, are going on a diet or trying to change their bodies, they think they have to eat less. They have to eat fewer carbs. They have to eat less snacks. They have to eat less of a certain food. And by focusing on less, 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 fewer, 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 again, you're putting the brain in that scarcity, scarcity mentality. Your brain just translates this 
as scarcity or deprivation. In other words, you're eating less because there isn't enough to go around. But here's the really cool thing. When you focus on more, the brain perceives excess or abundance. Now, I'm not going to get into the physiology of brain science right now, but when you focus on eating less or fewer carbs, let's say, most people usually eat far fewer calories than the body requires to satisfy its basal metabolic needs. Here's that word again, or that phrase, basal metabolic rate. You know, we talked about that in last week's episode. Your basal metabolic rate is the minimum number of calories your body needs just to keep you functioning on a daily basis, to keep you breathing, keep your, your organs working, keep the lights on, so to speak. That's your basal metabolic rate. But when most people tend to focus on eating less or fewer calories or fewer carbohydrates, they tend to eat far fewer calories than their basal metabolic needs, plus whatever calories your body needs for the activities that you might be doing throughout the day, like house chores, yard work, exercise, whatever activity on top of your basal metabolic needs, well, your body needs calories in order to take care of that. So those are things to consider. And if you've watched my masterclass on the top three things you must do to lose weight and keep it off, you would remember that when your brain goes into starvation mode or when it perceives scarcity, it is going to force you to accumulate food by gaining weight. How does it do that? It slows down your metabolism. Not exactly what you want, is it? No, you don't want your brain slowing down your metabolism, but it slows down your metabolism it increases your hunger hormone, ghrelin, so that you will eat more. And it decreases your satiety hormone, leptin. Not exactly what you want. You don't want your brain working against you. That is the opposite of what you want. So what do you do instead? What should you do instead? Well, it's very simple. Focus on more, not less. If you're trying to lose weight, for instance, instead of focus on eating Instead of focusing on eating fewer calories, focus on eating more protein, more vegetables, drinking more water, getting more sleep, doing more movement, getting more activity in your daily life, being more active. You see the difference in the perception here? When you focus on more, it gives the perception of abundance. So you have your internal physiology working with you instead of against you. You don't want your internal physiology working against you because you don't want to slow down your metabolism. You don't want to increase your hunger hormones so that you're forced to eat more. You don't want to decrease your satiety hormone so that the brain doesn't get the signal that, hey, I'm full. That is not what you want. You want the opposite of that. So when you focus on more, you've got your brain and your hormones working for you instead of against you. So I guess what I'm really saying in this episode is we want to focus on the habits and behaviors that you want to develop more of instead of the habits and behaviors you want to get rid of. You know, we tend to do that. We focus on getting rid of what we don't want. 
instead of focusing on what do we want? The habits and behaviors that we want more of, the want to develop more of. So instead of focusing on what you want to get rid of, focus on what you want. Focus on who you are becoming. Focus on the lifestyle you are developing, not the one you're leaving behind. Because what you focus on is what will grow exponentially because that's what your brain and your subconscious mind will create more of, the things you focus on. So here's the bottom line, folks. Focus on what you want instead of what you don't want. Focus on what is going well, what is going right, what you're doing well, instead of beating yourself up over you know, what you're not doing well. Focus on the positive. And that, my friends, will help you to live and create an energized life. You know, in my book, Energize Your Life, I wrote about how to energize your life by tapping into an abundant source of positive energy from seven different sources. And I also reviewed some of the far-reaching research from positive psychology. That's right. Positive psychology is a growing field over the past several decades in comparison to traditional psychology that focuses on what's wrong with us, positive psychology focuses on what is going right in our lives, on positive emotions instead of negative emotions. And one of the studies I wrote about in the book is, get this one, creating positive emotions like you do when you focus on what's going right instead of what's bad actually changes the way the brain works. Why? Because positive energy creates negative energy destroys. So to create the person you want, create the body you want, create the life you want, you have to focus on the positive energy. What do you want? Not what you want to get rid of. Focus on what you want and not what you want to get rid of. If you want to, if you're interested in picking up a copy of my book, Energize Your Life, the link is in the show notes. It's available on Amazon. So again, in closing, let me encourage you to just focus on the person you're becoming, not the person you're leaving behind, okay? That's all I've got for you today. It's a short one, but I leave you with this closing thought. One small positive thought in the morning could change your entire day. One small positive thought in the morning could change your entire day. I'm Dr. Dell Millers with personalfitness.com and please, would you do me a huge favor and just subscribe to the podcast and leave me a rating and leave me a review. I need rating and reviews. You know, that's how people find podcasts. The higher the ratings, the easier it is for others to find the podcast. And would you share the podcast with three other people, three of your friends, colleagues, people you know, you like, people you don't know, family member? I guess you can't really share it with people you don't know, can you? <laughs> Get to know three new people and share it with them. But I would certainly appreciate that. It would help me out to get the message out there. It's a positive, inspirational message that people need to hear. Because, you know, many of us are striving to cultivate a positive lifestyle. And I say cultivate because it requires work. It requires intention. So my mission here is to be a source of inspiration, support, and encouragement to those of you who are striving to cultivate a positive lifestyle. 
positive, healthy lifestyle. As usual, my friends, may the best of your todays be the worst of your tomorrows. You take care now. Catch you next time. You've been listening to Energize Your Life After 50 with me, your host, Dr. Del Millers. For all the resources mentioned in this episode, you can check the show notes or go to my website at personalfitness.com. There you can sign up for the free masterclass, the webinar, free webinar, a free health strategy call, and have access to my vault of coaching videos all for free. So check out the website at personalfitness.com. See you next time.